Hello and welcome to the Legends of Loam. I'm your Game Master and host, Jonathan Banner. This is the fourth bonus episode and mods Session Zero. One thing to note, during these Session Zeros, our main characters got a free nat 20 that they could use at any point during the session to auto-succeed any d20 roll, be it an attack or a saving throw or a skill check. Without anything else to say, we'll get right on into it. The episode opens with the camera slowly rising over the city of Freeport. We briefly see the large mansion where Eric Warder is yelling at staff over missing artifacts. The camera continues over, uh, over the city, going past the central hub, uh, which is the city hall of the city. The camera pans through streets and neighborhoods until it reaches a large university. A university of magic, yes, but of knowledge in general. The first university of knowledge for knowledge's sake. We see people on the quad, we see people in classrooms, and we finally see people in a dorm room. We see a sleeping human, right? Yes. Okay. We see a sleeping male uh, human, and the camera goes straight into his forehead, and we see what he is dreaming. <laughs> Just slammed right into his face. Ow. <laughs> Joel, why don't you explain, just, I don't want you to explain your character, but describe what your character looks like at this point. Okay, well, I'm wearing right now whoever's sleeping wear, but normally we'd be wearing the uh, garbs of the university. Uh, Maud is fairly short, fairly skinny, pale skin, you know, kind of. Spends a lot of time, time indoors and yeah. reading books sort, gotcha. sort of person. Not so much on the uh, university athletic teams. Gotcha. Uh, he's got black hair and gray eyes. Interesting. Yes. Alright, so Maud is asleep. He's pitching back and forth. It is not a restful sleep. You see a large golden tree in your dream, but you know just by seeing this tree that the inside is full of rotting wood. It's a tree that someone basically plated in gold, which is slowly suffocating and killing the tree inside and down through its roots. You see and sense the rot just going out of this tree into the city below. You sense rotting bodies and corpses and wood, and you slowly get the sense that you are in a graveyard but all that you can see is the inside of a coffin as the maggots worm around in your vision. Uh, your vision fades. You see a row of pristine-looking houses that are slowly rotting from the underside. The wood, the foundation, is slowly deteriorating. You can see the weak points starting to give, and you know it's only a matter of time before these buildings collapse. Your vision goes further down, you see a massive timber, a timber the size of a man, that is slowly being eaten away by maggots and worms. But you can tell this timber is in a large open space, but you're definitely underground. 
So your senses spread out from this large timber, and you can feel a mass of people below you. And the longer you stay in it, the more aware of your surroundings you become. The crowd is focused on two people below you. And like that, you find yourself inside the body of one of them. Um, you can feel his leg is starting to be eaten away by a fleshy bacteria. It's slowly causing the skin to... Words um, just um, Necrotize. Thank you, yes. The skin is slowly starting to necrotize and just fall off. Very slowly, you start feeling everything he feels, everything he's doing, until eventually you can kind of see out of his eyes. You see that you are sitting at a table with a hand of cards in front of you. You see the crowd surrounding you, but you can't make out individuals. It's all blurry. It's like you can see the silhouettes of people, but you can't make anything out. Your opponent is very well-dressed, but even though he's sitting no more than three feet away from you, you cannot make out his face. It's like staring into a bright light. And with that, you wake up in your dorm, feeling like you just awoke from a very bad fever. You slowly come to, I mean, it feels like you were hit by probably not a bus, since there are no buses, but um, like you fell a hundred feet and landed in your bed. You feel horrible. And with that, you slowly start to realize your bed is basically dry rotted out from under you. Um, mm. The sheets are dust and scrap. The mattress, which is probably just straw, you are a student, mm. is gone. You are sitting on the remnants of a mattress and sheets on a wooden bed frame that is also rickety and about to fall apart under your weight. What do you do? Okay, well, after uh, getting up before I fall up through my bed, I'm kind of like checking to see, like, am I alive? Am I actually awake? There is no skill for determining if it's a dream or not. Uh, um, wisdom saving throw? Sure. Sure, why not? Uh, eight. Um, definitely awake. Alright, cool. Now maybe. That now we're, maybe. Okay, well, yeah. Now that we've maybe established that. Probably. I guess I'll, like, probably look outside to see, like, what time it is. Okay. That's probably the closest I have to checking yes. time. We're gonna say late afternoon. Maybe, maybe about three-ish. Okay. So, way later than I would normally Yes. Unless you were taking a mid-afternoon nap or something. I don't know. Okay. Give me a perception check. Okay. Uh, that would be a... 17. You're kind of, you know, you're waking yourself up. You're kind of questioning if you're awake, but you're starting to feel like all your mental faculties building and whatnot. Um, and you're slowly waking up and slowly realizing that, yes, my bed literally rotted away from underneath me. And that's not normal. Yeah, yeah, that seems like a fair assessment. You look around the room just to see if any other damage was done, and you notice a vine has broken through the floorboard and crawled up the wall. Clean your room, gosh. <laughs> and looking at it, do you know deep speech? I do. Awesome. 
written in deeps, the vine has curled and found footing in such a way that it actually spells something out. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, in deep speech. You can make out the words High Tower. High Tower. And if you go and investigate the vine, it is dead, but still clings onto the wall. Like, it looks like it rooted itself into the plaster. Mm. Okay, well, do I know anything about what High Tower might be? Roll me a history check. Okay. Uh, 14. This is a very easy check. You know that High Tower is the capital of the human continent. Okay. Or of the continent to the north of you, Alon. Mm, okay. You also know that there's a high, there's like the Wizard's Tower on campus, which is a very tall <laughs> tower, and a few other towers in town that are also very tall, but you know there's a city named High Tower. Okay, so that's probably the best bet. But if I'm close to another tall tower, maybe I might want to check that first. So, for relating to my backstory, mm-hmm. what all has transpired up to this point from in that? Okay, so... Like, have I at least gotten the book yes. and read through Yes. Oh, okay. yes. Because I figured that's probably where I was picking up more of the deep yes. sort of thing from as well. So you're playing a warlock. You have well stumbled onto the ancient one that you are forming the pack with, or being forced to form the pack mm-hmm. with. I believe it's manifested in some small ways, but this is the largest event yet. Like... If when you sat down on the quad or something like the grass would kind of wilt around you and whatnot. Okay. So I at least um, have a connection to know yes. that that's probably this is yes. like this is what it's yeah. Yes. Okay. Don't know if you've heard any voice or anything yet. I think this is the the largest connection you've had. Mm-hmm. But you've read enough of the lore in the book to know what this means and what will happen next. Gotcha. So, some expediency is probably uh, if, warranted at this point. Yes. Okay. Well, in that case... And I'm, I I'm apologize for being so <laughs> coy with this and keeping it hidden. I mean, we could just blurt it out and say it, but I kind of like the suspense. <laughs> okay. Well, in that case, I'd probably want to go and find my teacher and mentor on campus, Volman Leolith. See what... Probably not see what he knows about it, because it is kind of a bit of a forbidden sort of mm-hmm. thing, but kind of see what he might know about Hightower, at least, and the, kind of just talking to him about that and telling him I probably need to leave soon. Absolutely. So yeah, he's in his office, he doesn't have any classes this late in the day. Um, I probably missed most of mine. You definitely missed a few classes with him, and I'm going to say even like a private tutoring sort of thing. So he got some mad senioritis, bro. <laughs> Like, you know, I gotta work on the term paper and everything. Alright, so you head over to his office, um, and he's in there. I think this is like the tail end of that tutor time that you were supposed to have with him, so he's sitting there kind of miffed, but kind of also just working on his own stuff. Yeah. When, how, how do you, do you, like, rush in? Do you knock? Do you enter slowly? Uh, I'm probably kind of creeped out enough mm-hmm. that I'm kind of just... A knock and then kind of just open the door yeah. and then apologize profusely for missing classes and all. Okay. Uh, Maud, I was wondering if you had gotten sick or ill or had just stayed up partying too late. Well, I was 
I was sort of wondering the same thing about the ill, but I believe it might be uh, perhaps more concerning than that. What's wrong, my boy? I don't, I don't fully know, and I don't know how exactly to discuss. I, I want to ask you about the city of Hightower. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, what about? Do you know who there might have the most knowledge there, the most, the greatest library of, of knowledge there? Ah, uh, well, well, the one that would have the largest library would be the human king himself. I am sure he has a royal library that is vast. Um, other private individuals I do not know, and to my knowledge... Well, there is a small wizard university there. Uh, and they most definitely have a library there, but I do not know if it is larger than the king's. Okay. Um, well, I hate to... I hate to have to tell you this, but I think I have to leave and go there. Why? What, what has happened? I've had some... Disturbing circumstances that I, I don't feel like I can really talk about. I, I don't even know how exactly to talk about, but I, I need answers and I can't find those answers here. And I think that's the only place I can get those answers that I need. Uh, I see. Uh, well, here, take this. He scribbles you a note, um, basically like a letter of introduction for the wizarding school there, more or less. Okay. Take this letter and... It should at least get you into the library there. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm sorry I have to rush off. I just have to find the answers that I need. Is, is someone threatening you? Not directly so much, I suppose, would be the best answer. I see. I'm sorry I can't be any more specific, but I don't know exactly how else to even talk about it. Well, be safe, and uh, if you ever wish to continue your studies here, just let me know. Thank you. I hope... I hope to see you again at some point. Uh, I suppose I will be leaving the, mm -hmm. the office. You have left the office. <laughs> so I guess from there, mm -hmm. next thing would be to find arrangements to get to yes. there. My primary method, because of my father's background with being a trade ship captain, uh, would be by sea. If I would not be mistaken, the best port would probably be Kingsland, correct? Yes. Because Hightower is not accessible yeah. by the ocean. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I I guess I will try and find my way over to a place where I can get a ship to Kingsland. Grab a lot of my stuff from my room before I leave and pack as much as I can. Even or odd? Let's go with even. Okay. Four. All right. You... I mean, no one, like, people will notice you packing up and moving stuff out, but no mm -hmm. one really makes any big deal about it. Um, and you're able to keep the door to your room closed enough that no one immediately recognizes that <laughs> there's been some sort of, not disaster, but some event has occurred in there. Um, at least for now. <laughs> Do you it is a dormitory. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it does look like a disaster regardless. I think there's some stuff you have, I mean, unless you're going to <coughs> carry, like, a trunk, you know, and several satchels of stuff, there is some stuff I think you're going to have to leave behind. But you can definitely grab the essentials. Yeah, I mean, I'll try and grab, like, my uh, pack mm -hmm. and, you know, some of my riding equipment mm -hmm. and that sort of stuff. Some basic weaponry, like a mm -hmm. dagger at the very least, and that yeah. with my equipment, it's always weird because... Yes. Well, I see a lot of weapons for some reason. I don't know why. But 
Yeah, and I'll definitely be taking the uh, book. Yes. Because that seems relatively uh, relevant yes. in this situation. <laughs> You know, I, I probably have a fairly comfortable living situation most of the time, so I'll probably try and pack some extra clothes. If Absolutely. I oh, yeah. Anything you can carry. Yeah. I'll probably pack fairly light. One, because I'm pretty weak. Right. And two, because I don't want to be having to carry a bunch of stuff all day. Okay. You make it, I presume, the docks is where you're headed. That would be the best place probably to get a boat. Um, so you head down to the docks. How much gold do you have? I have 10 gold. Alright, that is not enough to buy, like, as a passenger passage on a ship. Though, with your father's connection, you could probably get on a ship for free. But, like, free but doing some light labor and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But word would definitely get back to your family. Right. Um, how much is a normal ticket? See, it's this blank spot in the podcast where we look up rules. Like everyone else who ever plays D and D, we are totally normal. Speak for yourself. <laughs> um, waterborne vehicles. Okay. Depending on which ship you get on, well, you know what size of ship and everything mm. depends on how fast it can move. Right. Um, you basically have like a long ship and a a galley. Those are two options. Hmm. You might be able to get on board something larger, like a like a, a purely cargo vessel that never has any passengers. If they have no passenger slots or anything hmm. in it, um, which you said your dad's a merchant. Yes, trade ship captain. He would probably have some of those, but those are going to be slower right. than anything else. To get there in three days, I'm going to say is. 16 gold to get there in four days, um, well, for like four and a half days, it's gonna be eight gold. If you want to go there for free, you could get on one of the cargo vessels and get there in about a week. Yeah. Well, I could afford the four and a half days? Yes. Yeah. I'd probably just do that. Okay. You know, I'd wanna probably try and solve as much of the issues as possible before trying to let my mom and dad know too much right. about. How bad things are, probably. So you make your way... F there's three different ports to the Freeport. Okay. Um, there's one that is just cargo, which is where your dad... You've been down there a million of times. Mm -hmm. There's one that is just passengers, and then there's a luxury, like, people who own their own boats kind of harbor, be they small sailing vessels or being large luxury ships, which occasionally stuff does get shipped out of there, if they're a large enough uh, merchant, I think your dad's like just a few steps below being up there. Um, basically, to have a ship in there, you need to be living in the wealthiest part of town. But you easily make your way to the passenger area of ships. Okay. Um, and chart a vessel. It's not gonna, like, you're gonna be, you won't have your own room. You'll be sharing it with probably three others. Fun times. Um, mm -hmm. The, this is a ship that they have has been built to pack as many people on and still have a decent sized cargo hold as possible. You get a gold discount for not having any large luggage. Oh, good. So, seven gold. Sweet. So, there's probably about a crew of, including like galley staff and whatnot, there's probably a crew of about 20 people, and there's about 40 people traveling as passengers on the ship, which is pretty, pretty well packed. Okay. So you easily leave the city. Even or odd? 
even worked last time, so let's go with that again. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, boy. Um, you're about... <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it's a 13. <laughs> oh, no. I guess we should say what numbers pop up. It is an audio medium. This is true. This is true. Whatever. It's a medium. Medium? Yeah. It's the middle of the road. <laughs> it's the middle of the road. You're well into the second day, and it is cramped and hot, and there are people everywhere. Yeah, it's... I'm um, probably feeling very uncomfortable. Yeah, but there's a storm that uh, is setting in, and the way the water has gotten too rough for them to even attempt like a get going into a port or just beaching up on shore. They're having to stay well out of the ocean to make sure they don't get tossed onto the land or any low uh, sandbars or anything that they can't be aware of. Mm-hmm. But with it being a storm like that, they're keeping all of you passengers below decks and all the windows shut and everything. And it is outright miserable. Roll me a charisma saving throw. Oh boy. <laughs> Can I use my free d20? But I think I don't. I do have a plus five. I think I'm going to use it now. Okay. You feel this overwhelming presence try to take over you. Like, your hand starts kind of twitching and moving on its own, and it's like gripping hard onto the wooden bed platform. But you kind of focus your mind on it, and even though it seems like an overwhelming force, you manage to push it down. At which point I think you need to th- you throw up. Oh boy. Everyone's gonna love that. I'm pretty sure there's like a pail in every room at this moment, <laughs> but um... Yeah. Yeah, with the storm and all, that seems like a fair. Yeah. That seems pretty fair. Let's see. Roll me a d4. Okay. Three! Yeah, this storm lasts three days. Oh, boy. It's it's massive, and it has become a bad situation down. And they're allowing small groups of people up just to get a little bit of fresh air, but you're all tied together, more or less anchored, so you don't get <laughs> oh, no. thrown off to sea. Um, do you have any medicine? Like, they are actually, asking... Physical medicine? Well, they are asking people if they have any any experience taking care of people who are ill, mm-hmm. more or less. I only have a plus zero. Okay. Would you like to help them? It's or probably better than what? nothing at this point. It's true. doing nothing. Especially with that sort of overwhelming force. Mm-hmm. It gives me a little bit of distraction from that, at least. Okay. So, let's, let's see how badly I kill someone. All right. Uh, well, not twenty. <laughs> An actual one. <laughs> no, yeah, you you read this book. Uh, <laughs> I read a book one time. Now I did brain surgery on this guy. Um, so they've started to set up the kitchen, not the kitchen, but like the dining area with the tables and the benches as places for people to lay down, and that's not really helping them with their nausea. Um, so you help them get kind of up into a slight sitting position with their head kind of between their knees to kind of give them a little bit better sense. And you also go into the kitchen and you find a few herbs that can help with nausea, but there's definitely not enough to go around, but there's enough to give to the worst mm-hmm. cases. Does that work for nausea? Okay. Sure. 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 Yeah. Ginger. It, yes. There we go. How much herbal knowledge do we actually have here? <laughs> not enough. Okay. Um... That's basically going to be the end of your solo, then. It takes you guys an extra day and a half. You got a little... With all the storms and everything, they could not really check their position. So um, they went 
off course a fair amount. Right. But after the storm cleared and it, all of the rooms were aired out, it was actually a very calm sea and you guys made it with no trouble at all. Cool. Didn't die. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed our fourth bonus episode in Mods Session Zero. We will be back next week with episode 8 of our main campaign. This was the last bonus episode that we had planned, so let us know what other kind of bonus content you'd like to hear. We could do more world building, like we did in the first episode with the history of Lone, or we could do some side stories that somehow have connections to our main plot. As always, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the. Legends of Loam. You can email us at thelegendsofloam at gmail.com or you can find all those links and more at thelegendsofloam.com. And hey, thank you for listening.